Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Uh, Tuesday, though, we've now created this new segment. Um, it's basically a nine-year-old advice segment. Yes. And we call it Dear Abby. She's a nine-year-old that's really savvy. Just gets advice with Dear Abby. Mix 106.5. And you may be wondering who Abby is. So let's do a quick introduction. Abby is my nine-year-old niece. She lives in San Diego, California. I'm very, very close to my family. And I actually lived with my aunt and my uncle for about nine months before I moved here a year ago. And something I noticed about Abby is whenever I was having any type of conversation or serious conversation with a friend or even with my aunt, she would find a way to insert herself into the conversation and feel the need to tell me how I should live my life. And so since then, (laughs) we talk about a lot of things that I'm going through and I just kind of get her advice on what's going on. So what's happening this week? I... I wanted to talk to Abby about something I've been going through with my friend and just not really knowing how to be there for them exactly. Okay, here we go. Okay, I need to ask you for some advice. Tell me something I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so one of my friends is going through some stuff right now, kind of like having a hard time. And sometimes... When I reach out to like check on them, it feels like they don't really want to be bothered. But then I also don't not want to check on them because then they'll feel like nobody cares. So I don't want to be annoying. Obviously, if someone needs space, but how am I supposed to know what they need if they're not letting me in? Well, there's two situations. Number one, if you don't want them to really feel ignored, you could like send them a text or something and say, hey, I hope you're doing okay. And just know if you need any comfort, just come to me and just tell me if you don't want me to bother you anymore. It's not that I don't care. It's just, I want to be nice to you. Or two, if they don't really want to be bothered, then just leave them alone. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I'm always right. (laughs) Also have a look at puppy, like, Look at pictures of puppies and stuff. Thanks, Em. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Auntie. You have to watch her. We post the full video on our Instagram at Kramer and Jess and on Facebook, Kramer and Jess makes 1065 mornings because she's so expressive yeah, and yeah. so fun to watch. It's uh, it's always a hard call, though. Like when you get a friend going through something because you're like, I, I know you're like ignored that last text. Yeah. And I don't know if that means like to leave you alone or if I should like, be like, what's up? You good? You know? Right, so. right. But just send pictures of puppies, like any nine-year-old. Exactly. You having a, r- a rough day? You send a picture of a puppy. There you go. Everything gets better. So we call that Dear Abby, a little nine-year-old mm-hmm. advice segment from uh, Jess's niece, Abby.
Thank you so much for being here. And if you're like, what's a six o'clock club? Well, you're in it. You made it. Yeah. So we'd love to give you a shout out and say good morning. If you're awake, first thing in the morning with us is dark outside. Kind of wonder who's up with you. Yeah. Now you know. It's, these are your morning friends. 410-583-1065. Shoot us a text. Say good morning. We'll give you a shout out. Okay, Jess? Veronica, good morning. Jim at USCG. Darren, the yeah. flight attendant, good morning. Uh, John, the wheelman. Johnny E is wishing is wishing us a happy first year birthday. Thank, thank you, you thank very you. much. Is also blaming my boyfriend, Garage Boy, for wearing the LA shirt, which might have given us some bad luck last night. I don't yeah. think you're wrong, Johnny E. Uh, beautiful Beverly, good morning. Chuck E, hello. Sarah and Stu, uh, thank you so much. Uh, they said, we've never been a radio listener, but you made me feel like I was a part of a family oh when I needed it the most. And, and uh, we feel the same about you guys, totally. Thank you so much for saying that. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, good morning. Mr. W, hello. Kenny from PA, delightful Debbie. Cheryl, Yvonne, Paul from Parkville. The Brit is up with us. Lori, good morning. Uh, Mrs. Kelly, our pharmacy technician, good morning. Los, the male nurse. Terrence, uh, Crystal, our pharmacy tech in Baltimore. Brian, our Lyft driver in Dundalk. Ponytail Pete and Not Your Average Josh, formerly known as Jazzy Josh. Good morning. Uh, Stephanie in Nottingham, Carney Chris, and Faith in Violetville. Happy Tuesday. You too. 410-583-1065. Yeah, it was a year ago today yep. that we all met, which is kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything from the first show at all? Yeah, I think, uh, well, one, we were in the same studio, which was funny. That's and right. it, it was it was like a mess. It was a mess yeah. because we were figuring out all the moving parts, but it was so much fun. It was cool. I remember we were very casual. Like, I don't remember it being stressful at all for as No, it was just like funny. Been, we you know? probably should have taken it more seriously, probably. but every time we messed up yeah, terribly, we were, like, wow. we were like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. terrible. Um, the only thing that I can remember about our first show <laughs> is is getting done and going on Facebook and then I realized I probably shouldn't go on Facebook for a while. The the Mix 1065 oh, morning's yeah. Facebook page. Oh yeah. Um, and we've actually been talking about that recently. Yeah. Just kind of like our interaction with with you since since we started. Where it was it was really hard. Maybe if you weren't here at the very beginning, it was not the easiest. Transition. People, yeah. people were not the nicest, but to kind of grow through that and get to know each other and have the relationship that we do yeah. with you now is really special. It's super special. So thank you so much for giving us a chance over the last year. Listen, we probably didn't deserve. We came in here in the middle of a pandemic. Nobody was expecting it. Yeah. But uh, you gave us a shot. And thanks for being a part of this little club that we're building in the morning and just about the radio show. It means a lot. We love it here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Okay. You want to start? Yeah, let's go. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Number three. All right. Derek Carr threw a 31-yard touchdown pass after the Raiders squandered their first possession of overtime, beating the Ravens 33-27 last night in the team's season opener in Vegas. And the loss capped a rough stretch for the Ravens, who have had a run of injuries that sidelined top three running backs, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and Justice Hill, as well as cornerback Marcus Peters, all out for the season. Here's Lamar talking about last night's game. Any loss you have will be tough. You know, um, you know, working so hard off season to prepare for a team and come down overtime and we lose. 
But my team played. So I know last night was not our night, but we have to talk about Lamar. According to NFL Next Gen Stats, Jackson took 7.84 seconds to throw for the fifth longest on a touchdown pass in the past five seasons and scrambled 27 yards for his most ever on a touchdown in his pass to Marquise Brown in the first half, which was amazing to see. And up next, Ravens will host Kansas City on Sunday night at 8.20 p.m. I have no idea what you just said about Lamar, but it so, sounds really good. No, the first, <laughs> so I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, no idea, but it sounds really impressive. It's it's one of the highlights that everyone's watching yeah. that happened. It was, it was awesome. I just, if anybody knows Lamar in real life, can you call us? Can you call us? <laughs> I'm so fascinated with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's cool. He just seems like the most regular dude. And maybe I think that because I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's just laid back. He's like, hey, here's me and my my friend. Hey, like, this is what I'm eating for lunch today. This guy is a multimillionaire, right? Yeah, yeah. Super famous. He's like, I like this dog over here. It's super cool. He looks like anybody else. <laughs> it looks like an Instagram that you would follow, just eat anybody. He just looks like one of your you know? buddies. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. dog over here. It's true, though. Yeah. Number two. So this sounds like more than a prank than anything. And it's another reminder that social media is not the best place for reliable health advice. But the new ridiculous trend that people are now doing are they're huffing the fumes from onions because they think it kills COVID. No. Yes. Memes claiming it's true have been circulating no. on Facebook. So what they're doing is they're saying to cut an onion in half, cup it against your nose and mouth and take a series of deep breaths. But there is zero evidence that this actually works other than just making your eyes water and your breath stink terribly. But it's gained so much traction that now doctors are going online saying that this is bogus misinformation and that could actually be more harmful to the public. So don't try this. Just anything you see on TikTok. Don't do it. I mean, think about the things we've learned from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Milk crate challenge. Mm-hmm. Tide pod challenge. Oh, Like, yeah. <laughs> all of these are TikTok-based. So... Uh, my recommendation, blanket statement here, is if you see it on TikTok, just just don't. Yeah. Number one. Sometimes filmmakers get the endings of their movies wrong, but the lucky ones figure it out and fix it before the movie goes out into the general public. And a list of movies where the original ending was scrapped has been released, and the list includes Legally Blonde. The original ending had Reese Witherspoon and Selma Blair a year later handing out blonde legal defense fun pamphlets. <laughs> and so fans at the test screening said that was lame. So then they changed it to Reese giving a speech at her graduation. Mm-hmm. Another was Pretty in Pink. Molly Ringwald was actually supposed to end up with John Cryer's dorky character, Ducky. Oh. But the girls at the test screening wanted her to end up with the other dude, even though John Hughes did not think that was the way to go. I didn't know that. Dang. And Lion King was on the list. There was actually a version of the script where Scar kills Simba and then burns up in flames that surrounds them during their fight. And there were actually storyboards that had the whole scene drawn up. But thankfully, they changed their minds. Why so dark? Can you imagine? That's your favorite Disney movie. That almost changed your life. And then all of a sudden, it ends like that. I mean, my my expectation of any children's movie is it's going to be traumatizing. The more you go back and think about your childhood movies, we're like, what? You watch what? Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah, Hunchback of Notre Dame. And that was, that's not not good. It's not fun. Don't watch that at nighttime, kids. (laughs) This is just not your top three. Coming from a 28-year-old woman? Coming from a graduated 28-year-old woman. (laughs) If you don't want to cry yourself to sleep, don't watch it at nighttime. Thank you very much. That's it for me. Uh, I have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy, and every day, my it's a podcast I do with my mom, and my mom gives a quote every single day, and the one that's on today's podcast is this. It says, there are moments when our troubles enter our lives, and we can do nothing to avoid them, 
but they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Only when we overcome them will we understand why they were there, right? So that quote made me kind of think about like, man, there are so many things in my life that like I really wanted to work out. Yeah. It was like my, my plan in life was for this, this thing, this activity, this job, this relationship to work out. But like, thank God that didn't work out because if it did, Lord knows where I would be today, right? right. First thing that comes to my mind is my first radio show. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm feeling sentimental because it's Jess and I's, Jess, it's our one year anniversary of this radio show. Today. Today is. Uh, but my very first radio show, uh, we had worked really hard for five years to like build a show up, right? We were in the small little city in Florida and we were getting scouted by all these big cities, Charlotte, Tampa, Vegas, right? Uh, Detroit. And was like, we, we kind of could choose our, choose our destiny from there, right? So we decided to go down to Tampa, Florida to stay in Florida. And that show blew up within eight months. <laughs> like, we, we got fired after eight months. And I, everybody kind of started going their own, own ways. We couldn't find a job together. And then they decided they wanted, my other team wanted to go work together without me. And like, it was a real mess situation. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it felt like my career was over with, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's all you knew. Yeah. And so I... Uh, now here we are, we're 10 years later, 15, 15 years later, and thank God it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I've had so many experiences and like grown so much as a person and seen so many things I never would have seen. In different and, places. And now I'm working with Jess, who I think is one of the most talented people on the planet. You know what I mean? So like if that didn't work, if that, let's imagine that still stayed together, what would happen? I don't know. But like, thank God that didn't work out. Yeah. Because it really did change my life in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Anything you could think of, Jess, and it's maybe too deep for a fun little Tuesday morning. But is there anything you could say like, thank God that did not work out? Oh, my last relationship. (laughs) I mean. You and me both. Woo! You know, and I think a lot of people, and heartbreak is difficult because when you're in the middle of heartbreak, it seems like you can't even see, you can't breathe, you don't know where you're going to go and you don't know what your life is going to be because you're so used to this one person being a source of so many things that you feel a different kind of lost. Yep. And um, for a long time, I didn't know what was going to happen. And I, I was putting myself in a situation that I knew deep down was not right and was not for me. But to, for some reason, I, I always thought that this is all I can get. You plan to marry him. Yes. Yeah. It was settling because I was just like, well, I've spent so much time here. Well, how many years were you guys together? I mean, off and on for like a seven years, seven, eight years off and on, like involved with each other. And so sometimes you convince yourself, then it becomes, well, like, I don't, that's just a waste of time. And then you're embarrassed and all the kind of going through all the struggles of trying to prove to whatever you're trying to prove to other, if it's yourself or everyone around you, that's been constantly telling you, trying to give you all these red flags. Right. And I am so thankful that that didn't work out. Not only because it would have killed me, you know, like I, I was not who I was meant to be with that person, but I also would have never, it would have kept me from meeting like the true love of my life and something that I never knew was possible because I had never experienced it before. Yep, yep. I know there's somebody that's like going through something today. They're like, man, I'm so disappointed that didn't work out. I don't know if these conversations help or not. Uh, but we'd love to hear your story. Like, if there's something that you're sitting back this morning that like totally resonates with you, like, thank God mm-hmm. that plan did not work out because if it did, it if it actually did go through, I would never would have this. Right. You know? I can tell you when we got here a year ago, there's something that I noticed pretty quickly. I'd sit down here, I'd start going through the news, see what's going on in Maryland, and uh, you know, pretty normal stuff. Every now and then a zebra gets loose, but that's that's really about it. That's right? really it, yeah. 
Every day, though, at least a couple times a week, Mm -hmm. I would run across a story that was so bizarre, but it was never from Maryland. It was always from our... (laughs) Our problem child neighbor. <laughs> no. Jess, who's the, who's the one neighbor that's always got something going on up there? The fun, crazy friend is PA. <laughs> There's always something going on in Pennsylvania yeah. that's just a little bizarre. And this is coming from the guy that literally lived in Florida, okay? So, and, and arguably, Florida's still, still the craziest state. Always going to be wild over there. But we've got to, every now and then, turn up north in a segment we call PA. So, Cray Cray, let's do it now. <laughs> Always something going on in Pennsylvania. Today, Jess, I take you to uh, Elk County, Pennsylvania. Okay. There has been a robbery that the cops are investigating. Now, actually, for months. This crime happened multiple times. Mm -hmm. Between February the 7th and September the 3rd. Okay. 43 items were stolen during this time. These items range from the value of $65 to $1,600. You said until September 3rd. That was just last week. Oh, yeah. It's been going on for a while. Okay. The crime spree in Elk County, Pennsylvania. So what could it be? Okay. Something of value. 43 items. Were they just stealing at Target? No. It It was being stolen from a house. Oh, from a home? From a home. What do you think that, that item could be? 43 of these items were stolen in Elk County, Pennsylvania. Something collectible. What would it be, you think? What do you think they make collect in Pennsylvania? I mean, does it have something to do with, like, comic books or some sort no. of, like... That, that would make sense, right? Comic right. books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some kind of collectible figure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe an old penny or something. Some the coins. No. Right now, the police in Elk County, Pennsylvania have been on a six-month investigation of 43 cast iron skillets. What? <laughs> that were stolen from a home between February 7th and September the 3rd. Why? I, and honestly, they have no idea. This is an older couple who called the police no. last week to report someone has been entering into their home. But why do they have that and, many? Well, my question is, so I started doing a breakdown of like, how much can a cast iron skillet? I mean, they're pretty nice, though. Literally cost. I'll run through that. They actually have values of each of the ones. There was a Griswold number 14. Uh-huh. That was $1,600. Yeah. The Griswold number 12 is $462. This person's just trying to cook up a meal, huh? The Erie number 10 is uh, $779. Or use it for a weapon, I guess. Um, But our, our cheapest one was the Griswold number 4, and that was $65. So just know, all of the police resources in Elk County, Pennsylvania today are, are being focused on, this. focused on the stealing of 43. That poor couple, though. Cast iron skillet. They just want to make a nice steak <laughs> at home. They don't even have their favorite their favorite skillet. <laughs> Griswold 14's out there somewhere. Come on. And that's why, you know, today we once again have to say, PA so cray-cray. Why? Do the Ravens cause any drama in your relationship? <laughs> or is that just me? What happened? What happened with y'all? <laughs> Listen. So last night, I went to Hammerjacks for the season opener. I've never been there. I, I honestly had no idea the history behind that place, and it was so cool to experience it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I bring my boyfriend, Garage Boy. Now, as we all know, the season opener, first game of the season, 
kind of a big deal. Okay. Massive deal. Massive probably, deal. Probably the biggest of deals in the probably last couple of months. The biggest of deals. Yeah. So, you know, everyone there all decked out in their Ravens gear. Okay. Yeah. But except one person. <laughs> except one man. And what man would that be? My man, yeah. Garage Boy. The one and only Garage Boy. In like bright blue. Los Angeles Rams, baby. And a matching hat to go with it. That's, so, that's liter- literally. Borderline disrespectful. No, the disrespect. I even think that might be more disrespectful than wearing Raiders gear. And I say that because at least the Raiders are playing in the game. Exactly. No, that's different. Yeah. If there's a Raiders fan, it is what it is. It's yeah. a game. And, right. and you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, both sides is fine, right? Right. So, you know, there we are in line. And everyone, <laughs> I mean, the man stands out. All right. <laughs> So we get inside, and this was, and this is like a family friends night. And now Hammerjacks is going to be open for every home game, mm-hmm. and to celebrate, you know, our Ravens, the purple, the, the color purple, the purple pride, if you will. Yeah. And there is a photographer there taking pictures and recording, you know, to kind of put together something for this grand opening of a place that's been, o- that you know, originally opened in 1977. Yeah, Prob- and a lot of heritage in the city. Probably want to show some respect at this you establishment. Would think, right? And the man comes to us about to take a picture, looks up from the camera lens, and moves along. (laughs) Because I'm the only one with the non-Ravens fan, so you're not going to see me in any pictures or any videos on the news at all because he avoided us at all costs. Were you so embarrassed? I was like... He literally is not taking a picture, and he avoids us every time he sees us in the crowd because you stand out (laughs) like a little... like a sore thumb right now. You need to know, too, that Jess loves nothing more than getting her picture taken. So this was I, like... <laughs> why? Like, this is my dream. Like, I'm so excited to be there. I was honored to be invited. I was honored to learn about this, like, amazing place yeah. in the city. And then I'm with the Ra- I, I'm with did, the Rams fan. Did the Rams even play yesterday? No, the, they they played on they played on Sunday. So and they, they didn't, won, they weren't playing but though. They they won. So his because I told him because we're getting ready and I'm like, there's no way. Like put on put on <laughs> put on a plain white tee. Like come on, anything else, anything else. And he's like, no, we won last night and I deserve to wear this. Wow. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Okay, so here's what we're curious about this morning. Do the Ravens cause any kind of drama? in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe it's like a house-divided situation. I don't know if we'll get any calls over this, but let's try. Because I feel like most couples probably see eye-to-eye on the Ravens, right? Like, you're both probably Ravens fans, and that's it. But, like, the possibilities of drama that could come, and I'm just going to think of a couple scenarios we could be looking for this morning. Yeah. Maybe the house is divided. You love the Ravens, and they like whoever else, okay? Maybe, like, the Ravens cause drama in your relationship because he spends so much money on Ravens gear every single year. Or tickets or fantasy football or something. Could cause drama. Maybe, maybe the Ravens cause drama in your relationship because every time the Ravens lose oh wow he goes into like a deep depression or mm-hmm. she goes into a deep depression or whatever and someone's right? in a bad mood I would love to see if there's anybody else other than Jess in Maryland right now that says the Ravens cause drama in our relationship Susan on three in Aberdeen good morning hey Susan good morning how do the Ravens cause drama in your relationship kids have been Ravens fans since the Ravens were a team. Okay. We raised them. They were always Ravens fans, especially my middle child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she met her now husband, Mm-mm. who is a Raiders fan, and she became a Raiders fan. Mm. 
and to my husband's disgust. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to talk her out of it, but she wasn't having it. And now my daughter, son-in-law, and grandson now are Raiders fans. How does that cause drama on your relationship? The divide of the family. It, it really doesn't cause drama, but... It's funny, you know. We yeah. had our you got the split now, especially last night. Yeah, yeah, you're like, what? Oh, Can't it do was it. horrible. Thank you for calling oh, us. I fell asleep, but I'm sure my husband and son were cussing up a storm. I bet there. they were. <laughs> Thank I you, bet Susan. they were. Yeah, thanks, Susan. Appreciate it. If the if the Ravens cause drama in your relationship, we want to find out why. Like, what's going on? Hey, uh, Courtney from Eldersburg. Good morning, Courtney. You there? Yes. Hi. Hey, well, how, how do the Ravens cause drama in your relationship? Well, I grew up in Pittsburgh, a diehard Steelers fan, yep. and my husband grew up in Baltimore, and he's a diehard Ravens fan, and we just are divided. Mm. We have the house divided. We have the flags that say so. <laughs> no. Um, we have two children, and they've each picked a side. Um, how, and, and, and wait, how did they, how did they decide that? Because yes, I feel like um, such a young age. Well, yes. Um, my husband didn't give my son a choice okay. other than to be a Ravens fan, and I think he's being loyal, which is great. <laughs> but I've tried to tell him along the way that we're the better team, yeah. being the Steelers. <laughs> and then my daughter, she's still too young, but I think she just goes along with what mommy does. Okay, wow. okay. So really, you guys picked the kids. <laughs> you guys yeah. Yeah. kids? Yeah. Well, wait, okay. do, well, do you guys have you, like, what's been, like, the most dramatic moment that's come from being the house divided here? Well, I mean, obviously the, the championship, you know, the AFC championships and whatnot, yeah. um, we, that, that gets very heated. Um, we have the cornhole boards that have um, who has more trophies. Okay. My husband <laughs> thinks it's just because we've been around longer, but it's just, you know, simple math. And <laughs> then the other thing is it was so heated that we went to a game years ago, and I was freezing. It was a Ravens game, Ravens-Browns game, and I refused to wear a sweatshirt um, that had the Ravens on it, so I had to turn it inside out. You're lying. No, you <laughs> no. didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I just refused to be, you know. Associated. Uh, you won't do it. You yeah. won't do it. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, I was cold, but I um, you refused. had to turn inside out to wear it. I'm so thank you for calling. I'm so curious how many people in Maryland can say the Ravens have caused drama mm -hmm. in my relationship. Hi, Anna for Cockersville. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, tell us yeah. how do the Ravens cause drama in your relationship? So he's a Lions fan, okay. um, which yeah, it's a heartbreaker. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> for everybody. Detroit, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't really watch the Ravens games. He's in Georgia right now, getting his degree in chiropractic. Okay. Chiropractic degree. Who knows what he's getting? And, um, I mean. so he doesn't watch the games. And then if I'm like short in my responses or I get mad for literally no reason, I'm just like, you don't understand. Like, like oh. he just fumbled the ball. So, of course I'm going to be mad at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying that if the Ravens don't play well, you take it out on him. Yeah, yeah, as I should. As as you should. That is what he is there for. That that exactly. is that is his role as the husband, husband or boyfriend. Boyfriend. It's boyfriend. As the boyfriend, the role of the boyfriend. He should know. He should know this is coming and just accept it. But he has started to learn. <laughs> okay, Good. listen. He may, he may be husband material. Then you know what I mean. We'll see. Yeah. Thank you for calling us. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Hey, Sarah from Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. How do the Ravens cause drama in your relationship? 
Well, not my current. It was my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. He was a diehard Steelers fan, and I'm diehard Ravens. Uh, and my stepchildren refused to wear any Steelers gear that the family gave them. Wow. And only would wear Ravens gear. Wow. <laughs> my husband was furious. And I'm pretty sure it's like 49% of the reason we got a divorce. Wait, but, did you say 49% you know, of the reason you got divorced? I'm pretty sure. That's pretty much why. Can, can I ask, no way. Can I ask what the, fi- the 51% was? Uh, I don't think you want to go there, Kramer. Oh, boy. Okay. Well. But you know what? No, but the, the, the lack of respect for the Ravens is enough. And, it, I, and we understand it was you and we're on your side, Sarah. It was 49% enough for you to say, not doing it. Can't handle it. Wow, that's so interesting. Thank you for calling us. Uh, before we get to the top three stories, I want to just have a moment of sincerity with you. Uh, today is our, our one-year anniversary of this show. Yes. And I got to be honest. There were points early on in this show... I wasn't quite sure if it was going to be a thing. Yeah. You know, Same. I think I think Jess and I sat here for maybe the first couple of months and we're like, yeah, because keep in mind, we moved here in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we replaced a show that was very well beloved and it was probably professionally one of the hardest things that we both had to adjust to is just being like the new kids mm-hmm. in town. But here we are. We're a year in. Uh, you guys have been so supportive. Uh, just these two kids that up and move their lives across the country because they just love what they do. Yeah. Putting on this radio show. And it's been so nice to like get to know you and for your support. And even if you don't realize you've supported us through all this change. Right. Because we didn't have anyone here. So you are really all we had. Yeah. And so we understand that things take time and it's taken a lot for us to get here. Yeah. But we're so thankful that you've given us a chance and share your mornings with us and have gotten to know us and have given us a chance to grow with you too. Absolutely. So to you, we say happy one year anniversary. Thank you so much for all your support. And now the top three stories. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. The Baltimore Top 3 is brought to you by THB. Number 3. Derek Carr threw a 31-yard touchdown pass after the Raiders squandered their first possession of overtime, beating the Ravens 33-27 last night in the team's season opener in Vegas. And this loss capped a rough stretch for the Ravens, who have had run of injuries that sidelined top three running backs, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, and cornerback Marcus Peters, who are all out for the season. Here's Lamar talking about last night's game. And it lost you have will be tough, you know. Um, you know, working so hard all season to prepare for a team and come down overtime and we lose. But my team played great though. So just gotta keep building, keep stacking, keep getting better every day. We'll be fine, but that, that loss hurt. And last night was not our night, but we have to give some credit to Lamar. According to NFL Next Gen Stats, Jackson took 7.84 seconds to throw for the fifth longest on a touchdown pass in the past five seasons and scrambled 27 yards for his most ever on a touchdown in his pass to Marquise Brown in the first half. And up next, we will host Kansas City on Sunday night at 8.20 p.m. Does anybody know Lamar in real life? <laughs> it's <laughs> I, our dream to talk to him. I <laughs> I'm so curious what he's like. Yeah. Because I, I, like, love him so much. I'm Listen, I'm not a football fan, to be completely honest with you. Go Ravens, but, like, I, I that's just not my sport. Um, but we follow him uh, just passionately yes. on social media. And, like, even his press conferences, I'm like, he just seems like the nicest guy. Yeah. Genuinely, like, excited or disappointed, whatever that emotion is. Yeah. Like, he holds it so well. 
Number two. Oreo has announced a collaboration with the Pokemon franchise and the release of a limited edition Pokemon cookie pack with unique cookie prints that feature characters like Bulbazar, Charmander, Squirtle, and Pikachu. And the Oreo Pokemon collab is available in stores today. And another sweet treat that's coming your way, Baskin Robbins has announced a new fall flavor for the 2021 season, the limited time inside out apple pie ice cream. It's a combo of apple pie ice cream and vanilla flavored ice cream with apple pie crust pieces and cinnamon brown sugar for extra sweetness. It's the September flavor of the month available now at locations. It just sounds like we're doing too much, but I'll go with it. You know, it's unnecessary, but I'll go with it. Sounds pretty awesome. Number one. Tiffany Haddish and Common are not engaged yet, but they've been dating for over a year. And if he does propose, Tiffany does not want a ring. Haddish was discussing marriage on the Smartless podcast and shared that if Common decided to pop the question, she wants an apartment building instead. If he decides he wants to marry me, I don't want a ring. I want an apartment building because then... Does he know this? Yes, he's aware. He said, I'm crazy for that. I said, no, I'm not crazy. I'm smart because a marriage is a union of two businesses. Uh-huh. And the whole point of coming together is to grow yourselves, but also grow a family and make sure they have something to inherit. If you get an apartment building that will increase in value, the children will always be able to go to school. We'll always have something. If we get sick or something, we'll have something to cash out and be able to take care of ourselves. Like, yeah. come at me with a deed, baby. Don't come at yeah. me with a ring. <laughs> what? I mean, y'all, she's not wrong. No, I... I she's not wrong. I, I was mean, pretty shook when I heard this audio from her. I mean, how would you feel if Garage Boy was like, hey, uh, we're not doing engagement rings. In case you don't know, Justin and her boyfriend have been together for about a year and a half. Engagement yeah. is, is a possibility. Who knows? We yeah. don't know when, but yeah, it, it's, it's in the realms right, of time, right? right, right? right, right. I mean, what happens if he came to you is like, listen, I don't want to get you an engagement ring, but uh-huh. instead we're going to invest that, let's put $10,000 uh, into... This apartment building? Or whatever, a house or whatever else. Would yeah. you be okay with that? I just don't know that most women would be able to say that's fine because that idea yes. of wearing that ring on your finger has been embedded in you. I also think it's different because I'm not over here with Tiffany Haddish money. You but know I'm what I'm saying, saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm taking it down, though. So it's, yeah. it's, if Garage Boy said to you, instead of $10,000 for yeah. a ring, we're gonna spend, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that $10,000 into a house that we're going to have together. Would you be okay with that? I mean, <laughs> the house, though, I would have to think about it because that would make sense. That would make sense for us. There's no way. You know what I mean? There's no way. I want a ring later. Just I could low-key be okay with the house because, like, that makes sense, you know? Just set every second of her wedding planned out for how long now? <laughs> Probably since I was, like, five. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way you'd be okay with it with not having an engagement ring. I don't know. I can't believe that. If it was like my, you know, like our dream house or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I can get I can get a ring later on. It's Charm City Secrets with Kramer and Jess. On Mix 106.5. If your wedding proposal went totally wrong, can you call us right now? 410583 1065. If your wedding proposal went totally wrong, we're looking for you today, okay? Welcome to Charm City Secrets. We do this every Tuesday and Thursday about this time. It's a little confession segment. Yeah, we always give you a topic and it's your chance to call or text in, vent, and get that secret off your chest. And also, we always have a voice disguiser, so nobody in Maryland yeah. has to know that it's you on the radio spilling some tea. You're trying to be super secretive. We got you covered, okay? Yeah, yeah. Here's how we came up with this today. of couples in Maryland, okay, that's one in five, 
say that their proposal went wrong, okay? Aww. Even though it did, though, 83% of the people with the botched proposal still said yes. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Top three things of the, the failed proposals of why they went wrong. Number three, weather issues. Oh, yeah. You know? Like Could you imagine it just on being outside. pouring on you? Terrible. Yeah. Number two, they've either forgotten or lost the ring. Oh, no. And the number one reason of why proposals go wrong is that the woman hated the way he did it. <laughs> Maybe it's what he said or where he did it or whatever reason. The delivery. So, yeah. So if your proposal went wrong, will you call us 410-583-1065? We want to hear what happened, mm-hmm. and then we still want to guess if you said yes or not. Yeah. Okay? Hey, Clarissa from Middle River, good morning. Good morning. All right. Tell us about your proposal gone wrong, and we're going to guess if you said yes. Okay. And it was at Chili's. Ooh, that's like my favorite place, so I'm in. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for Chili's. I gotta be honest. So you're coming into a Chili's fan, uh, two big fans. We of love Chili's. Yeah. I mean, okay. She's but. like, I don't. <laughs> it was it was supposed to be just like a regular dinner, um, yeah. and just random. We didn't even plan it, and then Aww. he just—it wasn't even like a real proposer. He kind of just took out the the wedding band and the engagement room at the same time. What? And he just Yeah. So like he like like almost like he just got done at the mall, picked you up, (laughs) had it in his pocket, and was just like two for twenty. Also, do you want to get married? Right, and he didn't get down on the one eat nothing. He's Uh. sitting in the booth and he just hands it to me. (gasps) Okay, we need some context information here. Like, was Chili's like what like your place? Is it your first date spot? Was there anything significant about Chili's? Was there? Or did he just want margaritas? Uh, uh, yeah, not at all. We just stopped in there. We weren't even planning to go there. We were driving by. We were hungry, and we walked in. That was it. It was like... I'm pissed <laughs> Jess, what's, what's that big margarita they have there? Like the El Capitan or no, something? No, like no, it's, it's massive. A, it's like 40 he's ounces. Like, yeah, he's like, give me a margarita and the original chicken crispers, please. <laughs> And will you marry me or no? <laughs> no, but so he didn't even ask you. So he slides these rings across the table and there's no like professing his love for you, like nothing. No, he's just like, I got these for you. Okay. <laughs> Jess, did did she say yes, you think? You said no. I don't know. I, I've got a lot of friends that are not so flattering proposal stories. Um... I think you said yes, and now you're, you wish it was it would have gone differently. Did you did you say yes? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound too out of the realm of guys' dumbness sometimes. Guys sometimes just totally miss. You can't the just be. Also, it can't be. I got this for you. It has to be. Do you Will even you want to wear it? these? Because like, what the? Yeah. You know what I okay. mean? Okay, that's a good one. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Will you call us and tell us about how your proposal went wrong? We just want to guess. Did you still say yes? Hey, Brittany, good morning. Good morning. How did your proposal go wrong? We're just trying to guess if you still said yes. Okay. Um, well, where the proposal went wrong was supposed to happen at a very public um, Christmas light show. Oh, okay. Um, Sounds lovely. With all of his friends and family around and everything. Um, and um, I am an extremely shy person. Mm-hmm. And I had told him 
multiple times in the past. If you're going to propose, don't do it in front of a lot of people. Yes, yes. You know, like one or two friends or family is okay, but that's about all I could handle. Right. Yeah. A, a light show is not quiet. Yeah. Yes, yes. So and, did he do it at a light show? Uh, no, actually. Okay. What did he, he do? On our way to the light show, well, right before we left, um, he gave my mother his plan on what was supposed to happen. And she didn't want to blow the surprise, but she still wanted to stop him. So on our way there, she called his phone and told him to pull over. And we stopped at the closest gas station, and um, she warned him not to do it in front of the whole crowd. So he proposed right there at the gas. Station. He proposed at a gas, <laughs> at station. gas station. Wow. Okay, Jess, she 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 got proposed to at a gas station. Uh, do you think Do you think she still said yes? I think you said yes, Brittany. I I don't know, man. That's all so fast and sudden. You're literally but like this fumes. Like I I'm gonna say you did not say yes. Did you actually end up saying yes? Yes. Wow, how about that? How about that? Love, love at the gas station. That's that's a doozy right there. There you go. Thank you for calling us. Thank you, hon. Ravens take an L last night. Yeah. Unfortunately, because the game started strong. Yeah. But went into OT. That was good. That was a good part. And you know, the score is 33 to 27. Yeah. All right. Still a great game, arguably, right? Yeah. Well, if you were here yesterday, you know that this L is going to cause a little bit of drama mm-hmm. within Jess's family. Yeah. Jess, what happened yesterday? So, a couple months ago, when my parents were in town, I had my dad and I made a little wager when, you know, had a couple of drinks. And basically, the bet was, I bet him that uh, the Ravens would win. I bet him $200. <laughs> and also, that if, if they won that he would have to wear my Lamar Jackson bedazzled jersey on his Zoom call. And if I lost, then I would have to post a picture on our Facebook in uh, Raiders gear because that is my family's team. And the reason why that's such a big deal is, uh, you know, Facebook can be a nasty place sometimes. They, uh, they, they like to go in on us on the Facebook page. Yeah. So all the way from California, Mike, Jess's dad, good morning. Uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you feeling about hey, this win? <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. There's a. I guess your mom has to send you the videos. A video of me celebrating last night when the Raiders won. Yeah, yeah. I saw it when what? I woke up this morning. It was glorious. <laughs> what he do, Jess? Describe it to us. He's just jumping for joy, screaming around, <laughs> laughing. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, what did you think? Because you know, Jess's dad is a diehard Raiders fan over here. So, I mean, going into the game, did you did you still feel confident? Because that first quarter, I was like, man, we we are playing strong. It's going to be good. No, yeah. No, I, I actually thought after the first first half, really, yeah. first quarter for sure, but I thought we were going to get handed yeah. at home, our first opener, get handed a loss, and then, you know, it didn't happen, obviously. Right, yep. <laughs> okay. So, that's why we're here today, friends. We gathered back, because here's the thing, this is the problem with bets. You're going to lose sometimes. Yeah. Jess, you've officially taken right. the L, right? Yeah, this is my first, you know, you know, my first dabble in, in sports betting, and it's going to be my last. <laughs> So Jess, how are you feeling? Are you ready to take like to wear Raiders gear? 
I've been nervous like, about it all morning. I'm yeah. really I'm really not excited about it. I'm going to explain as much as I can in the caption, but as you know, people typically just look at pictures and just feel the oh, need yeah. to say whatever they want to say. Absolutely. So we will see what happens when I post the pic on Facebook. Does your dad... You should, wear the, you should be proud. I uh, put that jersey on very proudly. Eh. Big smile. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be proud. I'm not going to be I'd, smiling on <laughs> <laughs> Not there is no, yeah, there's there's no agreement on the facial expression that I'm gonna have on the on the photo. Today is our one year anniversary. Oh, no, I don't, I don't, oh, I want to no, make Bob. it to two at least. You know, <laughs> that's my plan. Well, yeah, Bob, listen, I, I will be transparent with you. At one point during the during the overtime, because I, I, as you know, I celebrated before the end of the game. Yeah, right? no, I know. I thought yeah, they were gonna they were gonna win, yeah, right? Yeah. Obviously, the interception happened, all that stuff happened, right? Yeah. So. During the overtime, um, when it looked like we might not win, I openly said to your mother, I said, you know, Bub's got a case she could make because the bet was at the end of regulation was going to be the winner. Okay. And then your your mom said... Don't go back on your bet now. So yeah, I, I want to let you know for half a moment. You tried. I thought about it. You for tried. Half a moment. That's, that's at least a good dad right there. I so, appreciate that more than anything, Dad. Thank do, you for saying that. Does to your me. dad get to choose the Raiders gear then, and you have to wear? No, I have. I have it. I have it. You have it. I have. I have. I have Papa's jacket, Dad. No, no, no. That's not enough. No. That's not going to be enough. No. Dad, what are okay. you saying? I'll be. I'll be. I'll be next. Next day, airing you something to put on. Beautiful. Are you that kidding me? Nope. I that love is it. respectful. All right. I Congratulations. love Congratulations. <laughs> I don't want the $200. Bucks. I don't want the $200. I just want to see you in that gear. You're annoying. I think <laughs> uh, next day air may actually cost $200. You can put it Dad. towards that. Um, okay. Well, I'm curious now. I'm super curious. Yeah, we'll What see. he's going to send. So we'll check back in in a couple of days. But Jess, you got to do it. I will. That's, that's right. A bet is a yeah. bet. I love you, Dad. I love you, too. <laughs> and no more betting for the rest no, of the no, season. No, never again. Just like that. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.